Hey y'all, I'm Kua. And this is Kendra. And this is the Black Gems Dive In Podcast. Podcast about inclusive cultures and everything DEI. Hey Kua. Hey Kendra. We are back for episode three. Three, season four. Season four. Yes. So we had a great conversation with Shannon in our last episode. Um, so we keep just having beautiful women, beautiful gems, Absolutely. beautiful everything on this podcast. Um, but today we do have a great guest as well. We have Christian Johnson, who is the CEO of Beautiful Brains. So thank you for being with us today. I'm so happy to be with you guys today. Yes. So um, we'll be discussing the CBA, uh, Community Benefits Agreement, for um, the new Buffalo Bills Stadium. But before mm-hmm. we do that, we're going to dive right Let's in. dive right in, to y'all. our hot topic. Our hot topic. So our hot topic is actually fresh off the press. Yes. Um, Kendra and I, this past... Thursday, last week, um, we went to the Rams Stadium, the new Rams Stadium, to see the season opener, the Buffalo Bills versus um, the Rams. Yes. And so we won, of course, because we're the Buffalo Bills, and that's what we do. I don't think I've ever said go Bills as much as I did. Go Bills. (laughs) On Thursday. (laughs) Times 10 times how many other people, you know, were there. It was an awesome time. We came back with the W. Um, But the hot topic is that beautiful stadium, right? Yes. We were in awe with how that stadium looked. First of all, there were a bunch of Bills fans that went down. Mm -hmm. We were on the plane with about at least half of that plane was Buffalo Bills fans. Um, But being in the stadium was just really amazing because Mm -hmm. we know that we're about to go through that transformation here in in Buffalo, um, specifically Orchard Park, Mm -hmm. and, and just have a conversation around what that looks like. You know, we saw what the trickle effects, I think, of that stadium looks like in um, Inglewood, California, where the SoFi Stadium is. But what does that look like for the people who live there? What does it look like for, you know, the people who built that stadium? Um, And how can we learn from just some of the things that have happened, I think, you know, with with teams, franchise teams that Mm -hmm. go in these different cities um, and build these major stadiums and major facilities for folks and how does that impact the people who live there so mm-hmm. i think for us hot topic go bills go bills go bills times again three. i said it times three times <laughs> ten, I said it again. go bills but you know we want to talk a little bit about what that looks like here and we know that there's been a lot of conversations that have been happening um but before we do that why don't you introduce yourself tell us a little bit about you sure so christian johnson i'm the ceo of beautiful brains uh we're a product distribution company headquartered here in buffalo Definitely Bill's Mafia. Um, And I sit on a few boards of uh, ECMC Hospital, the African American Veterans Monument, um, the Business Backs, (laughs) the Buffalo Business Backs Football uh, Board. Yes. Right. Say that one more time. Buffalo. (laughs) Buffalo Business Backs. Football. football. Okay. Uh, BBBF, we'll call it. Um, And, you know, so we've been abreast of the conversations mm-hmm. with the new stadiums, mm-hmm. uh, with the new stadium and um, some of all the negotiations and talks around it. So 
happy to be here talking about it. It's yeah. such an important topic. So thank you for having me. Yes, thanks, Christian. So uh, I'm just going to read a little bit of an intro. Um, and this InvestWell Erie um, CBA Community Report has been distributed um, throughout the community and community stakeholders. But it's really a summary and feedback of um, the 2021 InvestWell Erie CBA framework that was proposed from community stakeholders um, through our Erie County legislator, um, April Baskin, mm-hmm. who is also the chairwoman um, of District 2 as well. Um, so this CBA uh, was distributed in uh, 2021, end of 2021, um, and it was really originally proposed um, to be circulated with Governor Hochul's office, members of the New York State Legislator de- Legislator Delegation, mm-hmm. and a number of community leaders and agencies. Um, and so one thing that was really highlighted in here is that the residents in Buffalo, the residents and Buffalo Bills fans of Erie County stand um, to the chief investors in the new stadium. The following report, which we'll talk about as well, provides a summary of various community stakeholder meetings held between last year and this year, July. That includes a countywide, and that's really important to talk about countywide, not mm-hmm. just the city of <laughs> Buffalo or Chapart, but a countywide um, uh, just negotiations, proposed negotiations for the new stadium. Stadium. Um, so this CBA has been circulated um, as a, a few pages long, and it talks about a few things from public transportation mm-hmm. to youth sports, um, public safety, um, access to restaurants and shops as well within the stadium, um, and what are the benefits from or back into the community or mm-hmm. reinvestments back into the community, mm-hmm. right. I should say, so that everyone is, it's a win-win uh, proposition for everyone. So from the CBA perspective, Christian, um, what is your your initial take on it? And I would just add, like, <laughs> f- folks might not know what a CBA yes. is, mm-hmm. right? Community mm-hmm. Benefits Agreement. So can you talk just a little bit about, you know, what that is, why people do it, you know, why is it important in this case? Well, so I think a Community Benefits Agreement, first of all, they're not, it's, we have never had one. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that, you know, is, is um, mandated to have. But what it is really speaking to is, is, when we as taxpayers are investing so much, we are, like you said, the chief investors in this whole deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what are we getting back from it, right? We know that we're getting a great football team to stay here. Mm-hmm. We know that um, we love to go to games, but we also spend a lot of money mm-hmm. on whether it's merchandise, tickets, or whatever to support our team. And so a community community benefits agreement is just really spelling out how the community will benefit from this massive investment mm-hmm. that we are putting in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that it's incredibly important. Uh, and I, I thank the chairwoman for um, putting it together. I don't know if this would have really happened without her leadership mm-hmm. and, and really pushing for the people in her community and who she represents and really all over Erie County. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that, and, and this is a generational project, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're trying in what, the leadership of, uh, from the legislature is is doing is we're trying to set up the next generation to be able to benefit off of this this investment that we're making. So it's really not about us. Mm-hmm. It's about our kids mm-hmm. and then their kids, you know, down the line. This is a 30-year deal. So I think it's incredibly important to be able to have it laid out and not just in the air mm-hmm. of what people might want to do or should do, but to really have it spelled out so that we can see real um, growth from the investment that's coming back into the community. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and talking about that um, community benefits agreement, I know you, you highlighted this is a 30-year <laughs> deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like that that's being made. 
Do you know how much taxpayer dollars are actually funding the specific project? Like, what does that look like? And what does that process, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, look like as it relates to the CBA? Well, the the total amount, I believe, is like $1.5 billion and okay. $850 million is coming from taxpayers. Okay, okay. So we, we, it's a great we're footing investment. the majority yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think, there's, I mean, there's, of course, other stakeholders, New York State, the NFL, the mm-hmm. Bugles, um, And so... But eight hundred fifty million, and and we are already in economically disadvantaged right. community. Yeah. Right. So um, that's nothing to just sneeze at, and I think that people aren't really understanding how that affects us. Mm-hmm. I mean, our taxes are going up for yes. that, you know. So we will we will be investing, but um, as in any investor, we want to return on our investment, sure. mm-hmm. right? And so, and and I think that just because we're we've been quiet about it and we haven't really talked about it. But there's not an investor out here who would not talk about their ROI. Mm -hmm. And that's really what the Mm -hmm. community benefits agreement is doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think to your point where you were saying about we're already in a um, in in a a state of disadvantage for our city. Right. And for our I would not even say city, but for also Western New York. Right. Mm -hmm. We are um, which is facts racially divided. We are um, segregated within the city. Um, and beyond. And so it's really important, especially for us to reinvest, right? Mm-hmm. That reinvestment is key. And mm-hmm. I think that is a piece that sometimes mm-hmm. is missing from the conversation. So what does reinvestment into the community look like for this from the CBA perspective? Um, so I think I mean, there's there's a lot of parts to the CBA and how um, we've kind of laid out the different things, uh, programs, projects, community investment programs that we would, um, not we, what the county would use to use the dollars that we're asking for in the CBA um, to invest back into those programs. So what what would happen is, is that there'd be an oversight committee mm-hmm. that would determine um, with different stakeholders from PSE, from the county and the community um, that will decide and agree upon where those dollars are going into, whether it's youth sports or it's workforce development or, you know, mentorship programs for for smaller local businesses to be able to scale up to participate in a stadium. Because we can say all day long, you know, we want a piece of this and we want to work, but truthfully, if you have a business, you have to be able to perform right. at the level of serving 80,000 people every single week so right. or every other week. So I think that... Um, it helps with that. It helps the community grow, right? I mean, football brings us all together. It, sure does. it, it honestly does. does. We say that all the time. Right? No yeah. matter what our differences are, when Absolutely. it's football season, we are all on the same page. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Other, like, it's like all that goes away. So we, we want to keep fostering that, whatever you call that, mm-hmm. that energy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and be able to have it carry over into meaningful ways in the community, mm-hmm. like and, and be able to actually see the investment and not just talk about it, right? So um, I think that, you know, it's going to be a tough negotiation, but I think we can get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, I think about like previous conversations in the city that folks have had around you know, CBAs. And so mm-hmm. the medical campus was another one where the, there were some members of the community that were really pushing, um, you know, a CBA, but a lot of that already existed, right? These buildings were already built. This, um, you know, medical yeah. campus was already put together. Granted, there's been new buildings that have been made in addition um, or created in addition, but this is re- a real opportunity from the jump yeah. to say, hey, we're considering these different things and putting this in mind when we're building this 
you know, large stadium. Yeah. And like we said, when we were in California and saw the SoFi yeah. Stadium, they talked a lot about the investment that happened around that stadium as well, right? right? So like yeah. how that impacted that community, the types of small businesses that they worked with. You know, I know we've talked a lot um, in the past around like MWBEs, mm -hmm. minority and women-owned businesses, service-disabled veteran-owned mm -hmm. businesses, a lot of um, disenfranchised or disadvantaged businesses that have been trying to come to the table, but not always invited to right. the conversation. And so, mm -hmm. right. you know, thinking about it from this lens, this is a brand new opportunity for us to really get it right, for mm -hmm. us to really, you know, consider yeah. these different things. Um, and so I just, <laughs> even from that MWBE standpoint, as it relates to the stadium, um, are there CBA in the CBA right now and what's been proposed? Are there um, different things that they've outlined in terms of how much they want to see be spent with minority and women-owned businesses? There is. And and just to touch on what you said as far as Englewood and, and how the project mm -hmm. has um, affected the community and helped it grow. So from our, from the Bill's perspective and from a community perspective, we're still in Orchard Park. Right, so right. how much surrounding development would actually affect us. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So I think there's other ways. And, and once that decision was made to keep it out in Orchard Park, mm -hmm. I think that now we had to figure out more creative ways to bring the money back into the community. Gotcha. Um, and so in, in the CBA, as far as MWBEs, which is Minority Women Business Enterprises, um, or local and small businesses, mm -hmm. and being able to participate, what they're asking for is for... for um, Pagula Sports and Entertainment, when they're putting our, out their RFPs, mm -hmm. that they just follow state guidelines. And okay. and this is not a, it's not a technically a state project, so it's mm -hmm. private, so they don't necessarily have to. Gotcha. But it's beneficial for everyone if they were to include, be inclusive, mm -hmm. um, more inclusive, or to have some type of utilization plan mm -hmm. to make sure that small and local businesses are uh, included in, in their proposals. Yeah. And, um, you know... Honestly, speaking to a few few people who will be um, proposing or trying to do business with with uh, for the new stadium, they're open to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. they're very open to it. Especially, I mean, some of these companies that are coming in to participate with the stadium deal, local businesses, we can we just can't compete. I okay. mean, these, there's like five in the whole entire world that can actually right. do the right. business, right. right? Right. And so, if those companies are willing to work with local businesses mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. bring on, you know, do mentorship programs or, or you know, have a utilization plan, then we're still going to win, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. it, it's a third party. It's not necessarily PSC, but it's still their vendors gotcha. that are mm -hmm. going to be reaching out to local businesses. And we really need to push that because that opens doors mm -hmm. to this multi-billion dollar company that yeah. I've never had yeah. an opportunity with. Yeah. Yeah. But now they want to work with a local business and it opens the door for us. So, which is interesting, I think, because when we think about like this DEI framework, right, mm -hmm. that people are are talking about, there's things like inclusive procurement policies, mm -hmm. which says, and this is just any business, any mm -hmm. any business. I think about our, you know, the company that I work for. We have things like that in place. Intentional spend, being intentional with with, with where you spend your dollars, mm -hmm. in order to impact that economic um, side of the community that's that's surrounding it. So yeah. it's not a new concept; it's been around mm -hmm. for a really long time. But even in that, if they have that in the clause that hey, as a vendor mm -hmm. of this certain amount, you are required to work with small mm -hmm. businesses (MWBEs). Mm -hmm. That's also a way to get to it, you know, in the same way. Yeah, and it's not something that really. I mean. From our, from my perspective, it's not something that we should have to like beat into right. somebody's right, head. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not even the right thing. It's the smart thing right. to have diverse right. 
companies working exactly. for you exactly. and diverse thought leadership. So I just think that companies, especially older ones who've been around and they, they're set in their mm-hmm. processes mm-hmm. and their ways, um, just takes a little bit of creative thinking of, okay, well, how can we be intentional? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. About diversifying. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, so we know that uh, what the CBA has been presented to uh, community stakeholders, it's been presented to officials, political officials, um, and there's a couple of us that have been a part of these conversations. What are the next steps for the community? Mm. What does that look like for us to rally around this um, CBA so that we are at least putting it in front of the right people, number one, but mm. also to, um, you know, agreeing for that reinvestment back into our community? What does that look like in next steps? I think um, – Everybody checking their egos and and their passion and being able to come with cool heads to negotiations Mm. so that there's open conversation there. Um, And I think it's up to the community and and to, first of all, be aware of it, to read it, to understand it, but then to put pressure on their local legislators Mm -hmm. so that they can then put the pressure on the people who need, who are are the decision makers, Mm -hmm. right? Um, but I think I think everybody's open. I mean, honestly, the Pagulas and, and Pagula Sports Entertainment, um, they've done a lot for Buffalo, mm-hmm. right? They, mm-hmm. They're here. They kept our beloved team mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, they invest in the community. And I, I, I don't anticipate that, you know, they're closed-minded to right. a CBA. Mm-hmm. I think it's just really working out the details and making sure that it's it works for everybody. We already know it's beneficial for right. everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think from a business perspective, a numbers perspective, and all of that, that just making sure that it's feasible and mm-hmm. that it works for everybody. So I think the next steps is just getting to the negotiation table, mm-hmm. talking about it, even pushing it out through the community, because there's a lot of people who don't know about it. Right. Yeah. And, right. and they don't realize how it would impact them. They might have heard the term CBA, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they don't really understand how it impacts them mm-hmm. if they mm-hmm. haven't read through it um, and how beneficial it could be to the community. Right. I mean, coming off the backs of the tragedy that we just had mm-hmm. here in Buffalo, you know, we deserve, and we've always deserved, but we deserve to have that our time to be able to rebuild and to heal and to come back mm-hmm. from that stronger and better. And mm-hmm. this is just one way to be able to do that. Yeah. Bring some dollars into the community. Yeah. And I think, you know, to your point, because I've, I've been um, invited to different events that the Pagoulas have done in the past. And, you know, they do small business opportunities, kind of chat with people about mm-hmm. their businesses and things like that. So to your point, it's not like it it's not thought of or, you know, yeah. that it's not considered, but uh, a deal of this size and magnitude deserves some real, you know, thought behind what this looks like. And I don't know what that conversation has looked like thus far, but I think in seeing SoFi Stadium and being yes. in that atmosphere, like I said, beautiful space place mm-hmm. brings people from all over together you think about the bus lines that drop people right in front of that stadium right. and that how part. it was right in the community which that is part. you know obviously different from right. from what we're talking about in terms of the bill stadium but the connection was there and you could see it and feel yeah. it well that transportation piece is a huge part of it yeah. right yeah. i mean we there we are bills diehard bills fans too right. and so part of that reinvestment is we're reinvesting into the next generation of Bills fans, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That they're coming and spending more money and, and supporting the team. And we do too, but it's not always comfortable getting out to Orchard Park. Right, yeah. It's right. not always feasible for us to get out to Orchard right. Park. Right. Um, and then, you know, we, we know what the history of some of the treatment that we've been, mm-hmm. how we've been treated mm-hmm. out there. So, mm-hmm. so it's not as comfortable it is for other people. And so how do we fix mm-hmm. that? One of the things that April, you know, is really talking about is that 
and, and the NFTA is doing a great job with mm-hmm. with progressing and making sure that we have bus routes out okay. there. Okay. Um, but that we're not dropped off three miles down the road right. and have to walk all right. the way to the stadium. Right. But the new stadium that you have a hub, a bus hub there so that mm-hmm. we can actually have access right. and right into the stadium and it's yeah. it's convenient. So um, just little things like yeah. that that help us get over barriers. Right. Yeah. You know, and you've yeah. heard the stories. I was you I don't know, was it last season? Y'all know how cold it get in Buffalo. <laughs> Y'all know how cold yes, it get in Buffalo. But I remember hearing a story and this happened We we were at the Were we at that game? Monday night football game. I Girl. forgot, against the Patriots. Yes. And it was so we, cold. We won. We won. We won that one. I just, we <laughs> always got to throw that out. That. I always got to throw that out there. But it was freezing. Yes. I remember that. And, um, you know, of course, the stadium is uncovered. When it snows, y'all, mm-hmm. we feel it. Yep. We feel it for the folks that don't live in this area. <laughs> we're snowed on. Um, but there was a story that came out where people, I think they Ubered because they were drinking, right? Oh, and they want to have a great time, whatever. When it was time to leave. Wasn't no Ubers no coming Ubers out there. Out. It had to walk like miles. They walked miles. That, oh, it was free. That was last year, right? It was, it was last freezing. year. It yes, was freezing. I remember. And so remember. just thinking about the, you know, talk about barriers. Yeah. If you don't have a car, it ain't convenient right. to get out there. If you want to drink and have a great time, it's yeah. not convenient, right? Yeah, right? You know, so I think these are the things that we need mm-hmm. to be considerate of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm excited to see what the plans really look like as mm-hmm. it relates to just visually what this thing's yeah. gonna look like um yeah. and there's a lot excited. of excitement <laughs> around excited. that right so yeah. but to your point i think it's thinking about and being considerate of some of these different barriers that people face yeah and to your point yeah. bill every time we talk about the bills and every time we're there everyone loves each other everyone's yeah. a part of one team really we are is. in one of the most largest racially segregated cities yes. yep. but you don't feel that when you're at a bills game no, right no, no you don't and i think that's the, the joy of going to a game when we were at sofi stadium there was um and it was a, a rams fan but it was a father and a son mm. and they walked up to the the top of the stadium looked over at the field and the father looked at the son and said we finally made it like you finally made it to your first game yeah. and that literally Aww. tugged at my heartstrings because i'm that like that could be us when it comes to a new stadium right. and for a, a bills fan who's right. up and coming right. first time in the stadium they can see themselves working there whether it's someone actually game day experience to someone back in doing statistics and data someone right. mm-hmm. who's doing lighting mm-hmm. or or production like there's all there's right. room for everyone in this mm-hmm. stadium mm-hmm. and yeah. that's what i think about like when you think about mm-hmm. The Bills Mafia experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you want everyone to be able to experience that. I mean, I just read today that, um, I mean, Orchard Park is taking a half a day off of school on I Monday. I did see that. For the Bills game. Because right? of traffic for, and, and exactly. nowhere. Right. But I just think about how the whole city just just surrounds yeah. our team and it yeah. becomes it like a game day experience. I mean, there's there's places of employment who's doing tailgating experiences. Mm-hmm. So for we got people, Bills Day, wear your Bills gear yeah. to work. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Schools across the, Listen, the whole right. city. Listen. So for everyone to experience that, and we know the ticket prices are going to go up when it comes to a new stadium as well. So mm-hmm. how, again, do we reinvest into our community? So everyone can have this experience. Yeah. And that is yeah. at the forefront of my mind every single time I think about this CBA. Right. And for people who don't know where to find the CBA, I'm pretty sure we can drop it in the show notes mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um, to read through it and see if you are a community member, a community stakeholder, um, whether you work in transportation, the restaurant industry, hospitality, see where you can get into mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. Um you know, how you can use your voice, your platform, social media to elevate this. And one thing I always say, too, this is not just a Buffalo thing. This is not just an Orchard Park thing. Mm -hmm. This is a community in Western New York thing. 
Um, Christian, at the beginning of our show, talked about how um, we both sit on BBBF, Buff- <laughs> B- Buffalo Business Backs Football. Um, but the people on that committee stretch all the way to Rochester, Syracuse, mm. because oh, they yeah. have an investment mm-hmm. into oh, yeah. our Buffalo Bills Stadium um, and our team. So, again, this is not yeah. just a city thing. This is really going to open up and and support everyone. Mm-hmm. We have Bills fans around the world. And just yeah. like yeah. you traveled to SoFi, you guys traveled to SoFi because you, you wanted to see the stadium. Yeah. They'll do that for Buffalo, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? And we want to have that experience of being able to take our children and seeing the new field. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know what? Not be harassed by security that doesn't look like us all mm-hmm. the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? So we want, to, we want to be able to have diversity in all aspects of mm-hmm. our experience Absolutely. with football in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, stay tuned, y'all. Yes. Stay, t- stay I'm tuned. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, it's going to yeah, obviously take years too. for the build, but I'm definitely excited to see what the plans look like and, again, how we can be a part of this full reinvestment into our community. And this Absolutely. is our year, y'all. This is our year. This is definitely our year. <laughs> we say that every I, year. I, I, I want to no, buy claim Super Bowl it, tickets but we're already. Claiming it. But we're I don't want to jinx it. Right. I want to buy them already. I just don't want to jinx it. So I'm Listen, just saying. This is our year. We are going all the way. One game at a time. We're yes. claiming one, it now. One week at a time. One week at a time. One game at a time. Um, yes. We have a wonderful team. We the coaches good. are in place. We, we look, look amazing. This you know, there and, and the coach, McDermott, he said, you know, we got some stuff we can tighten up. But when we were at that game, Listen, all the okay. smack we talked to those fans, and they were chill. I don't know why Kua yeah. pointing at me. It's really her. She, she was talking a lot of smack, you know. I was, I was a little I'm bit like too, a but. grown man when it comes to football. Like, I am like, screaming. I am calling plays. Listen, I am like, listen, it's, it's bad. After that 13-second heartbreak of last season. We're not talk about that. You know, Still we're, too soon. We're here. Still we're here, soon. though. We're here. Still we're here. Soon. So. Anyways, y'all, um, we always leave the people with a gem of the day. I don't think we told you that, but no, you know Sorry. now. Okay. So we're putting you on the spot. Oh, wait, me? Yes. yes. <laughs> a gem? So what do you want to leave the people with? A gem of the day. Could be anything that we talked about today. Could be anything, you know, in general. What do you want people to leave well, with? It could be talking about self-care. I think, I think really just going with what we're talking about today, um, you have to stand up and fight for what you believe in. Mm. Um, you cannot eat with your mouth closed mm. and and I think that you know anything worth fighting for then you need to do you need to fight 100% mm-hmm. and this is definitely worth fighting for I love I I love my community I have a love hate relationship but I love <laughs> you know I'm born and raised in Buffalo so I think that it's our time mm-hmm. we deserve it and um you know but we have to make noise and yeah. we have to put the pressure on Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. It's been thank a thank great you. informative you conversation. We love <laughs> yes. you, too. Um, so this is episode three. Episode three. Season four. Season four. We will see you all next time. Thank Peace. you. Peace, y'all.